This is episode three, the big booming voice of God. How do we hear it? How do we know it's God? Hello, hello, hello. We're just two normal guys trying to live this Jesus life. My name's Josh. Hey, 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 hey. This is Andrew, and we are This Jesus Life Podcast. Josh, what's up, Dude, my man? How are you doing? You know, I'm good. I was working on uh, Chicken Coop Foundation chicken and Run coop. all day. Year of the chicken, Dude, year of the chicken. It's been more than a year, but the chicken, the year of the chicken is still going strong. That's we'll talk true. about that at some point. But we're just going to refer to it at this point. You know, year of the chicken. <laughs> it's like, what the heck is the year of the chicken? <laughs> yeah. I go. mean, it's like, a, you know, like the Chinese New Year, like year of the dragon. What's going on? How funny it would be if it really is the year of the chicken? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it is, but... That would be funny if I thought I was hearing from God that whole time through that, and it was actually just the year of the chicken. And at the end of it, it was just like I finally have a flashback to like, you know, when I was getting takeout at a Chinese place and saw the menu that said it's the year of the chicken. And that's all it was. <laughs> How funny like, would dang that be? It, I thought God was speaking to me this whole time. I've told so many people. That's I, funny. <laughs> But in all reality, like, it's a sign of God's faithfulness and God's faithful whether right. we hear from God in that moment or not. Right. Whether it's through a Chinese food menu yeah. or some other means that we talked about, you know? Yeah. Or uh, another fast food faithful. restaurant menu. Yeah, exactly. Now, what have you been up to today, man? What have you been up to in the last, like, five days? What's oh, new? had family in town over the last yeah. couple of days. Um, it's just good to hang out with them. Killed a skunk and um, mounted it around your mic? I did. I now have a skunk <laughs> mic. Uh, for those of you that can't see this, there's everybody but me and Andrew. Right. Uh, there's a skunk around my mic to help with, I don't know, dampening the sound, I guess. No, I'm it not helps. sure what it's, it's supposed to do, but I, I bet it smells horrible. It's to do. It smells terrible, but it looks <laughs> That's me smelling great, it. and it sounds great. <laughs> it doesn't smell like anything, actually. It kind of looks like... My mom has a dog, a tiny little dog. I call her the sausage because she's just pretty much a chunk of meat with two little or four little legs, but she's kind of this color. I should she grab her at some point. Legs. Take a picture. The sausage would be more fitting. Just yeah. two. Pulling. Yeah. <laughs> just pulling her along. Just pulling her uh, around. Yeah, uh, but haven't been up to much other than that. There's a bunch of yeah. chores and errands today. Just getting ready for this next week. But, dude, hey, we are in. jumping into... To yeah. the big booming voice episode. Booming voice. Yeah. Yeah, the big voice. First of all, when you think about God's voice, what accent do you think would be most appropriate for God's voice? Obviously, it's big and booming, but I mean, come on. What accent are we thinking? German? Russian? Mm. Like a loving Russian? A loving. I was about to say, those are pretty like harsh languages, like... Is is this like more of like a psychological insight of your view of God than No, no, no. They're just they're big and booming. But That's I was right. thinking like loving Russian? Yeah. yeah. Uh I don't know. What uh what accent does um Oh gosh, what is his name? Who's the dude that always plays God? Played it in like Evan oh, Almighty. Uh Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Whatever his accent is. I, I don't know, just like American deep good voice. 
I yeah, think. it's just like deep and solid, but like yeah. still nice and caring. Patriotic USA. Yeah, someone I could talk to. Focus. Patriotic USA. <laughs> <laughs> USA. USA. That's all. Yeah, that matters, right. Just the United right. States. Right. No, that's solid. Morgan Freeman voices. That's definitely a good choice. Yeah, unfortunately, in my experience, and this is different than your experience, yeah. is I've never audibly heard God's voice. Um, like God speaking to me is more like a whisper in, into my soul than a big Andrew, listen to me kind of thing. How is it different than like, Josh, you really need to poop right now. Josh, quit doing what you're doing. You really need to poop. Like, is it like that? Uh, <laughs> it's similar in terms of like the part of my body that it's coming from. Right. Not the back end, the like stomach end, like that's that that soul piece that kind of lives in there. Right. Um, so probably at times you have to like assume like is this God speaking or do I just have to like go take a poop for the next three hours? Um, right. Which happens uh, yeah. because I've recently found out that I'm lactose intolerant, which oh, no. is purely miserable because yeah. ice cream is good and cheese is good, yeah. but it doesn't yeah. seem to hit me all the time. So I bought these. I'm showing Andrew on the screen, but these Lacto Joy pills Ooh, hey yo. that I Googled on Amazon and they had good reviews. Wait, you Googled uh, them on Amazon? I don't well, know, man. Search Story's not lining up. I think you met a guy behind a building and he's like, I did. And I was like, wanna... Dude, I got a problem. My so problem he... is I got to poop when I eat dairy. <laughs> he's like, I got the thing for you. <laughs> And then he walked back inside the dirty Mexican restaurant and sold you a breakfast burrito. <sighs> Which at that point I yeah. fell in love with him. We yeah. got married. Um, <laughs> and, you know, uh, happily ever after. That's <laughs> uh, fair enough. Well, sweet. Well, dude, um, I'm, what we- I hope you have joy in lactose. But, um, dude, what is going on with hearing from God and a big booming voice? Is it big? Is it quiet? Is it no voice at all? What's going on with all of that? Dude, I think it would be best. What if we dove into just our stories? Um, yeah. Let's start there and just share like maybe the first time you heard from God or an impactful time that you heard from God. Um, and then we kind of dive into really the question of how do you hear God speaking you know, I, I've spent a lot of time in ministry and we did ministry together for a while. And yeah. um, this is a question we got pretty regularly is how do I hear from God? And I, I think like every time, every time, you oh, know, with time, like with the, the high school, late middle school students, it was always maybe early middle school. It was always just like, how do I hear from God? How do I know I'm hearing from God? Mm-hmm. How do I? Yeah, basically those two things, you well, know, and it's crazy too, like. I don't know where it stems from. I don't know if it's a desire. I don't know if like that's the sign of spiritual maturity that they see in their head and that's what they're chasing or if it's um, they're just looking for a miraculous experience or like looking for something right. that gives life. Um, I don't, I'm not totally sure where the question itself comes from, but it's not just teenagers asking. Like adults ask these questions all the time too. Oh, totally. Like yeah. the second it starts to talk about. Now, I grew up in a tradition where – hearing from God, like that wasn't a thing talked about, like, you know, yeah. good old Southern Baptist yeah. church, um, like Holy Spirit was not part of the Trinity. Uh, yeah. the Trinity, you know, had a, had an uncle, but he was like a f- 
distant uncle. We didn't like to talk about him. Um, and that's kind of my experience with hearing God. So my first experience of hearing God's voice, I didn't recognize it being God's voice. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, it took time to like be able to reflect back and be like, oh, okay. Now I see what's going on. Now I understand what God's voice sounds like. Well, I grew up Christian Missionary Alliance and um, in one of those churches. And um, the one time it was really talked about from like hearing from God was, Josh, you should go be a missionary, you know? <laughs> and, and I'm not knocking that at all. I'm just trying to be funny. Uh, but, but that was the one time that like, I heard about it a lot of like, I heard from God and he called me into being a missionary, you know, which I was like, that's awesome. But I don't know if he's ever said that to me. I don't know if he's going to say that to me. And I, I don't know if I want him to say that to me, you know? Um, but anyway, stories, do you want to, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? I'm down for whatever. Why don't you dive in first? What's your first right. hearing from God's story? Yeah. So the the biggest one for me is the really the one time that I heard from God audibly in my life. And um, I was, and again, one time in my life, I feel like I've heard from God audibly. So um, I was in college um, as a sophomore and um, had started really taking my relationship with Jesus seriously, like six months before that, um, something like that, four to six months. Anyway, I was, um, I was fasting, not for super long, nothing crazy, but it was kind of my first time ever doing that. I was fasting and praying, and I went to this little prayer chapel on campus called um, William's Prayer Chapel. Um, it was like the sweet tiny little like stone built building um in the middle of campus and it was who's know, uh well um wilbur williams was like the most epic professor uh huh. ever like he i mean he's got to be senile by now he's got to be 95 98 <laughs> at this point but he was teaching like in his late 80s when uh mid to late 80s when i was in school so oh, and you already had a building named after him he yeah. like wasn't retired yeah. yet. That's right. impressive. Like, yeah, he was still alive and he had a building. Still be alive and have a building named after you and yes. not be like loaded and paid for the building. Yes. And he wasn't loaded. I think he probably was a great fundraiser. Who knows? Who knows? But um, yeah, he was an old, I took Old Testament from him. But um, and then he hit on my wife in front of me, weirdly, as an old man <laughs> at one point in college. And I'm like, I don't. Was this before or after this experience where you're in Williams Chapel? After. Thank the Lord. It was after. Because you probably wouldn't want to you probably wouldn't want to go into Williams Chapel if you're like, this dude's hitting on my girlfriend. He hit on me. What the heck? Yeah, yeah, girlfriend at the time, but still it was in front of me. It was like this 87-year-old, you know, to 19-year-old. Not cool, man. Um so so I am I'm sitting there kind of late at night. kind of late it's like 10 30 maybe close to 11 and uh anyway dude i was praying and praying and then it just stopped for a minute and i hear rise up like that clear just rise up so i just stood up like i thought somebody was being weird and like saying it um like rise up you know like you gotta get out of here so i stood up 
physically. And then he turned around and looked because I was kind of in the front of this small building, like maybe 30 people could sit in there max. Um, so I stood up, turned around and looked and nobody's there. And so I turned back around and like, uh, and then they just hear stand firm. And I was like, what? Hmm. So just rise up, stand firm. And I was like, whoa, you know, like, cause I, I seriously thought when I heard rise up that just somebody was telling me, get out of here. You know, like yeah. it's, it's almost 11. You get the things closing. I got to lock the door, rise up, get out of here. No, it was rise up, stand firm. And um, I firmly believe that that was the voice of God. And it was not in any accent. It was just in a voice that's very similar to mine, which is probably how God speaks to everybody, just in a voice they understand, you know? Um, But yeah, rise up, stand firm. So I did. I I stood up and I stood there. It's interesting, like, that people have experiences that when God speaks, it's, it seems to be scripture, right? Like, I'll get into my story here in a bit, but I have a similar experience where you see, you know, stand firm throughout the Old Testament. You can see it a couple times in the New Testament. Um, Like this idea of God repeating scripture to you. But how'd you know it was God's voice? I was, I was looking for it, if that makes sense. And, um, and I was in the midst of, um, not just like looking for it, like speak to me, God, but I was looking for it in that I was like really trying to break some sin in my life. I was really trying to take this following of Jesus seriously. I was trying to be like, this is what I am about, you know, really trying to do that. And in the midst of that and in fasting and prayer, I was just like, I took a minute to just listen, like, God, could you just say something? And, um, I don't know. I, I, as weird as this maybe sounds when I heard rise up, stand firm, I just knew it was <laughs> It was like, that's what I needed to hear. You know, like that's the advice. That's simple. It is totally scripture, scripture based, um, and is just solid. I'm like, stand firm, rise up, you know, like take action. Okay. Like take action against the sin in your life. And then what? Stand firm. Don't back off of that, you know? And that's not like a prideful thing. Like just break all this stuff in your life. No, it's like do something to to honor God. Take the next right step. And then when you get attacked about it, what do you do? You stand firm. You don't just like back up easily. You don't withdraw. You don't retreat. Rise up, stand firm. And all of that... Aside from that, dude, I had total goosebumps. And I literally thought somebody had spoken to me from the back of the room. So I stood up around like, oh, sorry, mister. You know, then nobody was there. And then turn back around, stand firm. And it was just so, so accurate. Was stand (laughs) firm audible too? Yes. Yeah. But this time I was just looking to the front. There's just a cross right there yeah. and just stand firm. Like all good chapels have. You got to have that yeah. cross. Yeah. Yeah. Old yeah. rugged cross. Obviously. Huh. Yes. So yeah. what changed? What changed for you after the fact? Well, 
for for a minute i thought i'm crazy like <laughs> i had fasted for maybe 24 hours at that point and i was like dude this is maybe just messing with my mind like i don't know <laughs> i should eat some food soon um and yeah i felt i i kind of felt like it maybe it was just in my head maybe it was crazy obviously i can't validate it you know it's not like yeah. somebody else heard it but um but the thing that makes me like certain that it was of God, that it was his voice in my life is that it was applicable. Like I, yeah. um, I don't know. I was trying to break some sin in my life and those words just stuck to me, man. Every time, every time I was thinking about sin, like, ah, it doesn't matter that much. It was just mm -hmm. like, rise up, rise up, <laughs> you know? That's good. And then in the moment when, uh, when I'd say, okay, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to honor God, stand firm, stand firm, you know, That's just good. simple, like nothing crazy, man. The craziest part was, and, and it could have not been audible at all, but in my head, in my mind, in my heart, it was audible. Yeah. <laughs> Rise up, stand firm. For sure. It doesn't matter if it would have been, if somebody was sitting beside me. So Anyway, th those words just kept coming back. And, and now if I read the Bible for any length of time, I run across rise up, stand firm, like together in the same sentence or yeah. almost back to back so often. But that's good. Anyway, man, that's my story. That's my that's my one like that's my highlight story. What about you? What's your highlight story of hearing from God? Um the first time I ever heard from God, I didn't know I heard from God. Hmm. Um, so I'm going into my senior year of high school and give you some backstory. Um, at this point in my life, uh, I was playing hockey and like hockey was my identity. Like it's all I did. It's all I thought about. The majority of my friends were hockey players um, or a part of the is church. The flying V as good of a move as I think it is? It's not. <laughs> no, no. not only that, the flying V, I'm pretty sure in the movies was you couldn't do it. Like, uh, they were offside, really? I think, coming into the zone. Yeah, I'd have to go back <laughs> and watch awesome. it. But such a good That's movie, funny. though. We reenact all those movies over totally. and over again in the backyard. Yes. yes. All right, sorry. <laughs> totally distracted from a very important story. Hockey was uh, your life at that point. Now I'm thinking about the Mighty Ducks and the Flying V. Um, <laughs> but hockey was my life. So we went on a mission trip to to uh, Agua Prieta, Mexico. Um, and we stayed on the Arizona side in Douglas and kind of went over every day. And um, the interesting thing, like looking back, and was to go on this trip, um, I, I was skipping a tryout for the next season. Mm. Um, and my justification in my head was, well, I'm like, I'm so good that like, come on, like they're going to they're gonna put me on the team no matter what. I was going to be at the tryouts. It's ridiculous. I am what's up. Right? Like yep. I'm the cat's meow. Mm -hmm. Um and so I go on this mission trip thinking, like, it'll be fine. Um, I think even, like, it's the crazy thing of, like, how God shows up. So, like, um, I wasn't there for the mission trip. I was there to hang out with friends. Yeah. I was there just to have a good time. Um, and I remembered, like, telling uh, one of my friends, there was this girl on the trip that's super cute. And I was like, I'm going to be dating her by the end of this trip. Like, that was my goal of the trip, right? <laughs> and it's like, oh, my gosh. You're such a tool. Uh... Um I can imagine seventeen-year-old or sixteen-year-old you be like, right? "I'm gonna be dating her." Oh my gosh! Slick yeah. back hair, mm -hmm. uh, wearing a Nautica 
uh, not even a hat, like a Nautica visor with my hair coming through the top. I was such a tool. Uh, no way. Uh, I'll have to find pictures and show Dude, them to you at some point. That's but, what's up. Yeah. Um, so funny. So I'm on this trip, and, and this is the crazy thing. is like I wasn't, I wasn't seeking God out. But the crazy thing about trips like this, and I think it's the same reason why I still I love retreats and camps uh, for people, is because it just gets you away from life and your yep. schedule is somewhat dictated and you're spending time with God. You wouldn't necessarily be spending time with God when you're back at home. Like I went right. to church and it was really about it. Like that was my God time was when I was at church. We might pray as a family from time to time, but yep. beyond that, wasn't a lot of times thinking about God or praying or spending time with, with him and his word and any of those things. But on mission trips like this, like you wake up in the morning, you do your devotions because, well, everyone's doing their devotions. And then um, you go into worship in the morning, kind of get your heart right for the day. And then you go into a yeah. mission field where you're literally being in the hands and feet of Jesus to, you know, these kids in um, in Mexico. And we're just doing VBS and those kind of things. And yeah. that's where I learned uh, all the Spanish that I know um, yeah. was on these trips. Um, <laughs> nice. Siente, por favor. Uh, mm. I mean, sit down, please. And you pretty much just say that constantly. Siente por favor. Siente por favor. Because uh, they're just having a blast and they right. want to sit down. And uh, all you want for missions work is for them to sit so you can show them the PowerPoint. Of, <laughs> the PowerPoint. <laughs> of, here are the three reasons you should know Jesus. Anyway, continue. Here's all the things. Here's all the things that we had planned for you and you have to do them. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, why did we come to Mexico? It is how much so more hot. effective would it have been if we just like built some relationships and tried to get to know and care for kids? My goodness! Hey, it was effective. God spoke to you. It's all good. That's true. Let's hear That's about true. it. So, one of the nights, halfway through, towards the end of the trip, I don't remember. Um, I'm listening in on a conversation between uh, this girl that I thought was super cute. Uh, mm-hmm. and one of the youth leaders, and they're just talking about sports and kind of the role that sports plays in their lives. And yeah. um, if if um, she should keep going down this path or she should quit, or like what does God want? I'm um, just trying to understand. And, and I'm like in this conversation, but I'm not participating. I'm just kind of listening. And um, God started to stir something inside of me, and I didn't really know what. Um, so I just kind of got away. So I kind of left the compound um, and went and sat on the street corner in the middle of Douglas, Arizona, which is probably not safe, but whatever, uh, yeah. is what it is. Yeah. And it's hard to pray. Um, and when you got when you get to the end of prayer and you have nothing else to say, you just kind of sit there. Uh, so just kind of sitting there, and I was flipping through this pocket Bible that I carried around to look like a really good Christian. Because, um, like, all good Christians have good pocket Bibles, right? Right. Um, could stop a bullet, you know, if somebody shot could. you in your pocket. Except that I, I usually carry it in my back pocket, so if they're, like, shooting me in the butt. Yeah. And it would stop the bullet and we've been good. Right. And it was like a nice thick right. one too that like yeah. was open to maybe once a month. <laughs> but man, did I carry that thing around. <laughs> Gotta put awesome. up that facade. With your hair sticking through the top of your head. With my hair stick and slick yeah. straight back. Yes. Um, yes. That's what's up. Dude, I went through like a cholo phase my <laughs> sophomore year of high school where it was like white jeans, white jean shorts and no. like white Adidas. Oh my God. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know that's why. So good. I guess the guys I was hanging out with at school at the time, that's what they were, and that's what I was wearing, but it doesn't Yolo, seem to match my personality. As they say. Right. That's it. Right. Um, they're such a weird group of guys, too. All right. doesn't even matter, the story. So I'm sitting on the street corner. I'm opening my Bible. I'm reading things. I'm praying. And I just felt like God say, like, hey, Josh, you need to quit hockey. And you're like, well, Dang. you know, that's, that's probably either that Mexican food I just ate. <laughs> um, right. Or... Uh, I'm 
you know, the enemy's trying to get me away from hockey. Like that's a crazy talk. Yeah. God would never tell me that. Right. God wants what's what I, what what I want. God wants me to be happy and professional like, hockey. No easily. joke. I remember like yeah. sitting in youth group or in Sunday school and they'd be talking about heaven and like thinking to myself, you know, like like if hockey's not in heaven, I really don't want to be there. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> Uh, and oh, I remember man. like asking the question and like one of my youth leaders been like, yeah, you probably play hockey with Jesus. And it's like, all right, I'm down to go to heaven now. I'm like, we're all good. Um, <laughs> priorities, right? With Jesus. And you'd probably like uh, maybe stop a shot. You never oh, know. 100%. One out of like three, you would block it. Yeah. Like, come on, Jesus. He probably let me block it and like feel bad. Could feel good about myself. <laughs> yeah, probably. Think we'll be a new, new bodies um, because my body. Yeah. Today. No way in heck it's it's saving a, a puck. Yeah, Not without breaking something or hurting something. No um, doubt. Yeah. But I'm sitting on the street corner and Jesus is saying, um, quit hockey. Um, and he said it a couple of times and I said no because that sounds crazy. And eventually right. I said, uh, okay, um, I think I'm supposed to quit hockey. Um, and now I'm, I'm talking about in the in the past tense because I've kind of gone through the discerning of like this was God speaking but in the midst I'm just these are thoughts running through my head um, yeah. so I decided I said okay I'll, I guess I'm gonna quit hockey and um, in in the next moment it was Josh shepherd my sheep um, dang right uh, and I didn't know what that really meant um, like I get what it means from like a Shepherd my sheep makes sense. You like sure. help people follow right. Jesus. I mean, um, but well, from a sense sheep, of like be a pastor, yeah. didn't understand that yeah. at all. Right. Um, so now it's like I don't know, one, two in the morning. It's late. Um, why nobody came and checked on me? Like where <laughs> my youth leaders out on were the at? Yeah. This sixteen-year-old kid, not inside the compound, sitting on a street right. corner, and right. everyone goes to bed. Like I come back in and like jump. I think I even jumped over the fence. I think the gate was shut. Um, that wasn't a high fence. It was like four or five feet. Like it wasn't super Still. high, but, yeah. um, but then you're like, wait a second. Like what the heck? Like, where's my youth what pastor? Where's the on? other youth leaders? Like, why is this ever okay? Dude. Well, I, like whenever I've been on international trips, um, and people see me counting everybody yeah. getting back on the bus, they're always just like, how many do we have? And I'm like, well, plus one minus one, as I always say, you know, <laughs> and funny. so your youth leaders were probably just like, Give or take, we're fine. <laughs> you know? Which is like, yeah. Which has happened to us before. Like we've we've lost one. Yes, and like we the have. girl had to walk home. Uh, I don't think I've ever been madder in ministry uh, than that moment right there. Yeah, um, yeah. We lost. So we'll just do an episode one time called "We Lost One." Um, we lost one. The Tell the story. We lost a child in Winslow, Arizona. Oh. Thankfully, man. she knew where she was and she walked home. But oh, what a miserable day. Yes. Um, so I'm, I'm, you're, I'm getting back in, fence, I jumped the fence, I'm walking back upstairs into the Bible study wing or Sunday school wing where we're sleeping. Um, kind of just running back through my head of what it just, what just happened and mm-hmm. just trying to get the bearing on and understand it. And one of our youth leaders were still up. I think she was editing a video, uh, for the church for something. Those are kind of her role, but, um, and she was kind of just sitting there. So I kind of walked in and sat down next to her and. Shared with her, hey, this is kind of what just happened. I don't really know what it means. I, I said, I, th- I think God wants me to be a pastor. Um, and like this heart-touching moment where I'm looking for sympathy and care. And yeah. her response was, duh. <laughs> You're like, oh, what? 
that's not, that was, that's not what I was looking for. Uh, <laughs> duh. Yeah. Duh. duh. And we kind of talked to her to why she said duh and, you know, the things that she's seen. And you're like, okay, maybe there's something to this, I guess. And she said, well, yeah. you need to wake up Fred, who's my youth pastor, and um, kind of tell him what's going on. So, you know, I go to the room and I wake up Fred and, and we kind of talk through it all. And I share Did he with say him. duh as his he first didn't. word? Just like No, duh. no. His, uh, what do they call that? His bed manners? No, his bedside manners. Bedside manner. bed manners. Yeah. You don't want to bed manners with your youth pastor. <laughs> it's a bad day. You want bedside no. manners. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, his bedside manners uh, are much better yeah. than our youth leaders. Yeah. And we kind of talk Good. through it and um, just give context of like, what does this mean? And what does it look like? Can you kind of share right. his story and his calling of how he got into ministry and um, kind of just open this new whole new world. So, I went back that next week and I quit hockey. Like I played one more game wow. with my team. Wow. I was done and kind of jumped full head into uh, ministry and what that looked like. And, um, I know, right? Which is like That's crazy. Crazy to make such a shift. And I think it was just, I was naive enough to be like, all right, this is what God said to do. I want to do it. But um, it's cool. It's cool that it's you cool to look back, but like, you, you believe I wouldn't give that myself any credit. <laughs> Well, right. you obviously were like, yeah, that was real. You know, like that was a yeah. real thing. Or you wouldn't have been like, I'll quit. You would have been like, I'll do this season and then think about next, you know. <laughs> but you're like, yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah. Seriously. And thankfully, like I got to play against my old team. Um, like yeah. as you look back at it, so like one last time playing with those guys. Now they're shooting on me, yeah. but um, you're yeah. still kind of playing with them. Right. Um, but like even coming back after the trip, you know, we're coming back late at night whenever it was. And my mom picks us up um, and I kind of share with my mom, hey, this is this is kind of what happened this week. And that's what I think God said. And uh, my mom's response was like, are you sure? Are you sure this is what God said? We're <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I, I think so. <laughs> now okay. I'm questioning but, whether or not, I'm sure. But that's probably a good first response all the time, you know? Oh, like, for sure. Maybe sometimes you can be confident and be like, duh, you know, duh. Obviously that was, yeah, yeah everybody knows that. Um, but that's probably good to be like, mm, are you sure? Like, wh why did she, why was she saying that? Uh, for her, it was fear. So uh, like we've had conversations since then and, you know, she's been friends with enough pastors and pastor's wives over the years that she's, mm -hmm. she's like, I don't, I don't want that for my son. Like seeing behind it's a rough curtain. life, right? Yeah. Um, so I think that was, and this is why, like, we start talking about finding people that that love Jesus and love you in that order. Yeah. We might have said that last last episode. I don't remember, but um, you hear it over and over again. Um, and why that order matters so much is, you know, yeah. like it was difficult for my mom to love me in that moment in such a way that she put Jesus's wants and desires for my life over yeah. her wants yeah. and desires for me to be safe. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, you're gonna say that. And the crazy thing is, like. So like here I go through this experience, it's starting to become like, oh, this is this is what it means to hear God's voice, um, to, to be called into ministry. And then, you know, a few weeks later we're at camp um, and we're at a camp with a bunch of other churches and our Bible study leader um, has me pray before we go to lunch one day or wherever we're going. Um, and I pray. Yeah. We start walking and she stops me and she says, hey, Josh, can I talk to you for a second? And you're like, oh, shoot, what did I do? I didn't do anything <laughs> wrong. Like I was paying attention. I was engaged. <laughs> Uh, I was being good. Yeah. And she goes, Josh, you ever you ever think about being a pastor? Wow. Interesting. You bring this up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then I kind of tell her the whole story. And I was yes. like, it's just kind of one of those moments where, like, here's God confirming, 
what God has yeah. already said to get me on yeah. the path that God wanted me to go. Yeah. Um, but now that's kind of my first story of, of, of hearing God's voice. And, um, but yeah, how, let me ask you this question, Andrew. How wait a minute. Know? Wait a minute. Wouldn't it have been funnier? Well, you wouldn't have told the story, but if when you got back into the camp compound um, and that lady, instead of saying, duh, if you just like told her that and spilled your heart out, if she was just like, that's cool, Josh, but like, how'd you get back in? <laughs> you should wake up the pastor and tell him. And then you wake yeah, him this up. This is not okay. Where have you been for the last had, hour? No, no, no. Not even that. Just like, Josh, how'd you get back in? Like, we really tried to like <laughs> secure the perimeter. <laughs> like we, and then you get back and you tell your mom about it. And she's like, Josh, I didn't, I didn't. How'd you get back in? Like we, <laughs> it was just this series of like, oh crap, everybody. Oh like crap. Nobody was safe. Like, <laughs> nobody you know, was safe. Ah, no. The gangs of, of Mexico could that's, have been right over the border and killed us yeah, all. That's right. Sorry, that was a stupid, uh, stupid interjection, but it made but me But still like important, right? Yeah. Like when... <laughs> When your kid comes to you and says, Hey, I think I heard God speak to me. Yeah. Like yes. to not respond in fear. Yeah. Um, to embrace it and not necessarily totally. like help him discern it and, and double check like yeah. hey, he's God in the midst of this, but um like don't dismiss it because God could yeah. be in the midst of it. And you don't want and to be the Bible person. Talks that... about that a lot. Like the was it Samuel? Um, Samuel who like grew up in the temple. Um, am I right? Like it was Samuel, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah no temple Who, but yeah not temple just the tabernacle tabernacle thank you you know and god like he kept thinking god was speaking to him no he thought and, he thought eli was speaking oh to him. he thought eli was speaking to him so he was getting so he up like saying to like here i'm right here like why do you keep calling me here am i like what are yeah. you you know what are you doing and and that ended like after multiple times of eli being like Hey, I'm not talking to you. I think two times. Hey, I'm not like, go back to sleep. I'm not saying anything. I think the third time, if I remember right, Eli was like, Hey, ask the Lord what he's saying, you know, and then yeah. listen. Um, and I think Samuel's, I think his response was, Here I am, Lord, send me, right? Not send me, but like his, here, he, you know, Eli told him. I'm sorry, him, I'm, hey, I'm when, mixing when you up hear stories. God's, you yeah. are. Uh, he said, when when you hear God speak um, again, just say, "Here I am. Your your servant is listening." That's right. That's right. But he validated it. Is yeah. that's like I obviously didn't have that in my notes, but um, but that was a good thought, man. Like Eli and and the parent, the the friend, the youth pastor. If you're like. Uh, you might be crazy, but I'm going to act like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to assume that God did speak to you and yeah. then proceed from there. You know, we'll figure yeah. it out if that's not the case or whatever. Um, but like, I'm going to think, yeah, God might've spoke, might've spoke to you and, and kind of go from there. So anyway. Well, and that's probably the response for most things, right? Like don't take the position of, um, dismissing something or take the position of um, shaming somebody right. in the midst of it. Like let them, let them sit in that for a second, just to be able to, 
to understand what may be happening or not happening. But that goes for so many things, not just hearing God's voice. Uh, right. I mean, South Dakota, like, don't just write it off. Was that last episode? That was, yeah. <laughs> was like, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, South what Dakota. What's going on in South Dakota? Um, Who knows? <laughs> No. Anyway, <laughs> so say you hear God's voice, or you think you did. How do you know yeah. it was? Um, well, first of all, um, seriously, first thing, um, I was I was trying to think of something funny, uh, but how do you know it was? Um, I would first find somebody who loves Jesus and loves you, and run it by him. And, and like you mentioned, like in that order, who loves Jesus more than they love you? Um, like talk to them, you know, be like, hey, I think that God told me rise up, stand firm. Yeah. Am I crazy? <laughs> you know, I think that God told me uh, quit hockey, shepherd my sheep. Am I nuts? What the heck? You know, like start there and you don't have, there's there's no like script, you know, there's no write it down and say it this way it's just like go tell him exactly what you think just happened like god just said this god told me that or um or even god keeps putting this thing in my mind or heart and i think he's saying something to me through that you don't always have to have it figured out of like this is exactly what he said and why he said it it's just like go seek clarity with people who love jesus and love you that's probably step one um, well, and I think too, like, um, I think people are looking for like this big miraculous moment or like big booming voice, yeah, like the veil has been torn and the, right. the God of all creation is speaking, to, which is like, right. let's be honest, like thinking that God speak to us is by like, it's crazy in itself. Like yeah. here's creator of all things, all knowing, all powerful God. And for whatever reason he yeah. desires to speak to you. Yeah. He's um, just tweeting at us. Mind boggling directly Mm -hmm. but like the more and more people that i talk to like it's a small still whisper like it's it's yeah it's like this passing wind right like here's just this small whisper you know in the wind that that we're picking up on or feeling in our in our souls that we're grabbing hold of and now i think you're i think that's good of you know take it to followers of jesus those that love love jesus and love you Um, i think another one that's important is take it back to scripture like god's not going to contradict himself and um you know if you feel like God's saying something to you that is in direct violation of the new covenant, then yeah, I'd, totally. I'd say it's probably not God. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's solid. And I said, take it back to people who love Jesus and love you as like the first thing, because um, man, there are a lot of pages in the Bible and sometimes it can be like, you heard me mix up the story earlier, you know, some, and I've read the Bible a couple times and and many other partial times um it can be tricky to like remember it all to think through the concepts of it all it's a it's a big book and it's a living and breathing thing not breathing uh but it's a living truth uh the bible is so to just like feel like you have it all memorized and to like quick cross check that that's like tough man i'm no scholar you know? yeah, and I think too, though, like, I don't think God's going to speak to you in a way or about something that's beyond your ability to comprehend it, right? Uh, yeah, like, that's true. I don't think yeah. God's going to reveal a mystery that's so, right? you know, 
big or, or complex that you're going to be like, I don't even know how to take this back to scripture. Right. Like, where the heck do you start with this topic? <laughs> okay. Uh, can you imagine? I don't think God would say this, but if you were a teenager um, in that same scenario and God just said, coronavirus 2020, <laughs> like, that would mean nothing to you in the time you'd be like, I am insane. <laughs> I don't well, then know you have those what people that means. like they're seeing yeah. the numbers inside of scripture and it's like right. on this day on this time the world's right. going to end because right but Leviticus but my point is so. like yeah coronavirus is happening in 2020 but i don't think god would say that to to you or i in years past you know even if he because, did yeah. i was just like i don't know what that means right <laughs> okay. exactly Exactly. Hey, everybody, you... we're supposed to drink Coronas in the entire year of 2020. I think that's how I've interpreted it. <laughs> All of 2020 is about You're Corona. Only, no water, no juice, no. straight no. Coronas 24-7 for birth through adults. Light. <laughs> Not Corona extra. Is that a thing? Just corona light. <laughs> I assume it is. You know, everything's light and uh, extra mm. and whatever. But, but yeah, man, like you said, like he's going to speak in a way you can understand. And that makes sense, yeah, you know, so to too. you, at least in the moment. That's a good yeah. kind of gut check of like, do I even get it? <laughs> you know, yeah. what are and you And take saying? it back, take it back to scripture, take it to your, you know, other followers of Jesus. And I think the, the last one, and um, maybe for a lot of people, the biggest one, not that these are in any order, but um, I think you need to take an account of your motives. Like, what yeah. are you praying about or what are you wanting God to speak into Um, like, I think that's a biggie. Like, you know, I know people that uh, I think it's their, their pride or their jealousy that, that, you know, now they find themselves in a place that they think God's speaking to them about a situation or about something, or they think God answered this, this prayer, um, because they want it so bad. Mm -hmm. They want it to be true so bad. So I think this is why we take it back to to followers of Jesus. We take it back to scripture to, to really dig into the motive of it. Like, are we, are we genuinely just trying to hear from God? Are we just trying to manipulate God and put words in God's mouth? So he says the things that I want him to, right? Have like that you ever cute, that cute like, God, like the, give me the Powerball numbers. Like God. No, just I don't play. I don't, I don't do the lottery, but. No, I don't either. I, uh, okay. I bought maybe a couple lottery tickets my entire life. I do scratchers. I'll do like the bingo <laughs> scratchers. And I'll call the numbers out to myself like I'm in a bingo hall. And I'm like, ah, oh, B7. Yeah. I've never <laughs> won more awesome. than like 10 bucks. But uh, awesome. I've never won anything in the lottery. I think I've bought one or two tickets in my life. My grandma's like, been telling me since I was a child that if she ever won the lottery, she'd take me to England where she was born. <laughs> um, she hasn't won the lottery yet. Not enough at least to take me to England. That's funny. Yeah. No, you just saying motives. I mean, like yeah. thinking about. No, but what I did used to do all the time, like playing hockey, was like if I'm having a bad game, mm-hmm. I would create like ultimatums. God, I'll be the best Christian in the entire so world good. and do everything you say. Just yeah. get me the win. Like no yes. more shot. But I need like 15 more shots. I need to block mm-hmm. all of them because I need to get my save percentage mm-hmm. up. It's really bad right now. Um, I made those prayers <laughs> all the time. Give me the <laughs> motives. Motive's yeah. not in a good place. <laughs> yeah. 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 But it happens, you know, whether it's hockey shots or I saw the power balls at 300 mil and I'm going to try to get that. Just give me those numbers. You know, yeah. I didn't or actually like see that, that but, you, you know, know, that, that cute, you know, Burnett in your English class that 
you know, you've been praying about that you'll you'll marry, and you're just convinced that That's God has right. told you that you're going That's to marry right. this girl, and you're like, well, maybe, but probably maybe. not. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. Well, and this is where you're like you need those people that love Jesus and love you in that order, right? Like right. you need people that tell you the truth. You need people that yes. like it's not really loving you if they're just right. going to tell you what you want to hear, right? Mm-hmm. Like they gotta ask you the tough questions. Like when I think through my life and I think through you know the men and women that have asked me those tough questions, they're like. I'm extremely grateful to them. Yeah. Like, sure, it was painful and it was hurtful in the in the moment, um, but after the fact, like, I didn't go down those roads because I had someone right. that said, like, this isn't this isn't right. This isn't you got to right. move this way, right? Right. But you got to check your motives. You got to take it back to scripture. You got to ask those followers of Jesus what they think. Totally. And I would add maybe one thing, uh, which this is this is just a rule of thumb in my life of just. If you feel really strongly about something, give it three days, two, three days, you know, take time and maybe in that time, allow yourself to just like talk to people who love Jesus, love you, read your Bible, pray, listen in that time, you know, and check your motives. Like, and when I say listen, I mean, like, listen to God, like pray for a minute and then listen for a minute or two, you know? That's hard to do, but, but, um, it's important, but I just mean literally take a couple days and like say, did God say something to me? Unless he said like, go right now to (laughs) blank, you know? Um, but yeah, if it's something like, you know, um, feed my sheep or something like that, just, you don't have to know exactly what that means in, in the next, 30 seconds like take some time on it think about it dwell on it um and you may after doing those kind of things that we talked about you may decide like dude i'm crazy (laughs) (laughs) that was just a voice in my head that doesn't align with scripture all my friends are like you're crazy but uh but you also may be like oh that applies to a lot of areas in my life and i think that may have just been like the vision for going forward in my life. Well, I think too, like giving it time like that, I I think is, I think of an experience I just had with God, you know, a couple of weeks ago where I I wasn't seeking God. I just kind of, I was seeking cigars and whiskey and sitting on my back, you know, deck and enjoying, you know, the views and the weather. Um, And in the midst of that, I had the Rocky mountains. Right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'm sorry. You don't. I'm sorry. You can always move back, my friend. Yes. Um, right. That's always an option. Um, <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm sitting on my back porch and I'm playing music. Um, and the music I was playing, I was like, nah, I don't like this playlist. So I put it on a different playlist. And I, was, I wasn't feeling that playlist for the mood. So I ended up putting on worship music. And it ended up turning into a, just a moment of where I'm just sitting and praying and sharing fears about a dream that I felt like God has given me of like, I just don't want to do it. Um, yeah. And, and praying through that and then just kind of sitting and listening. And in the midst of that, like, and I think this goes back to what you're just saying, and that's why I bring it up, but, like, there's a peace in, in the midst of that of, like, yeah, like, this is what God is saying. And here's yeah. the confidence of those things. And here is the truth that has been spoken um, that um, supports these things I feel, feel mm-hmm. God is in the midst of. And um, that even, like, even though there's peace in the midst of it, I still might have fear about it. Like the fear doesn't necessarily go away. 
right. you know, bravery isn't overcoming fear. It's doing it in the midst of the fear, right? Yeah, uh, totally. And, but there's a peace about it. Like, and I think for me, like looking back at moments of time when God has spoken to me, there was a peace that kind of continued to go on. Like I wasn't questioning, did God say this? Did God not say this? Um, I'm just wrestling now with like, God, you said this and I don't want to do this. Um, what do we do now? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, and digging through that. But I, I think, right. I think what you're saying of like, give it time. I think that's where the peace comes into play. We're like, no, this is, yeah. God is speaking this and, or and I, there's peace of it of like, God's not speaking this. Right. Yeah, totally. It's because sometimes you ate a bad burrito or whatever, you know, and you're Burritos just like, never be bad. Well, other yeah, food. Burritos okay, and tacos would never do that to you. Yeah, I should have picked another food. I'm sorry. You know how I feel about them. Um, <laughs> oh, dude. Um, I was just thinking, like, as you say, that kind of the, the peace, like, settles in. And I think you get used to hearing God's voice more and more over time and recognizing that and kind of leaning into it and just being like, yeah, cool. And it's not always a big booming voice. Like very often it's just like a small nudge and it's like, Hey, correct course. Or like, you're doing awesome. Proud of you. Or I love you or, or whatever. I think God is speaking to us a lot. Um, Andrew, let me, let me ask you this then. Um, for those people that are asking that question of like, how do I hear God's voice? Like, what, what do you tell them? Um, first of all, I mean, um, we just kind of walked through a lot of it, but if I were just being like real uh, concise, I guess I'd say be still, like take some time, um, pray, and then stop praying, like stop talking. Um, so yeah, like shut up <laughs> and then stay a while and just listen. So That's kind good. of be still, quit talking, stop talking, listen, you know, and God is, is bound to speak to you. Cause I think he's always speaking to us and so. that, that we pretty much just miss it often. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. how about so, like you look back at like your prayer life. And what's the percentage that you're talking in your prayer life? 99% of the time, right? Yeah, got to be 90 like, plus. And we wonder why we never hear the voice of God. Well, it's because you're right. just not sitting and listening. Like you're not right. creating space for it. And here, you know, we're in the midst of the coronavirus still as we're recording mm-hmm. this. So like here you have opportunity to sit, to stop talking and just listen to what God is yeah. doing because you have less, you have less things, you know, pulling yeah. for your attention. But you got to be, you know, when things are back to, you know, the new normal, um, like you've got to be intentional of, are you creating yeah. time to spend time with God, to hear God speak through his word, you know, to your soul and to your heart and um, kind of guide your life of where, you know, he desires it to go rather than where you desire or it ends up turning out because you know, you're just kind of going along. But dude, yeah. the big booming voice yes. of God Almighty. Yeah. So if you take anything away from this, just take away, it's always audible, always loud, and <laughs> no one can confirm it. <laughs> Did I get that right? Uh, uh, it was close. Not quite. I would have said it differently, but, yeah, but it was I mean, good. Like, good know, try. Head was in the heart, or the right place, heart wasn't. You know? Um, something like that. Mm, that's good. Something like that's that. good. Hey, uh, yeah. if this is your first time listening to us, please subscribe to us. We're on all the major platforms. Anywhere you listen to your podcasts, mm-hmm. we're probably there. 
Um, if you could also, you know, rate us, that's always a big help. Um, but thanks for listening. Andrew, as always, good to see you, my friend. Josh, good to talk to you.